Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I don't want to be in a commune. I don't want to live mm-hmm. that particular lifestyle. But I support, you know, I said uh, that I support the idea of upending the status quo, even if it's people who mm-hmm. are doing it in a way that will probably have differing goals than I do. Mm-hmm. If we share the same goal in one area, I'm willing to work with those people in that one area. Absolutely. Because, you know, what not everybody is going to do anarchy the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, so if there isn't a government forcing a one size fits all solution on everybody, then you're going to have areas where people are more socialist and you're going to have areas where people are more capitalist and you're going to have areas probably that are some areas will probably be patrolled by the KKK, but other areas will be patrolled by the Black Panthers, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that not every place has to be the same. Yeah. Well, that's you know? what makes life interesting. P- places can be different. That was the whole idea of federalism. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for, for a return to that so that if you don't like the way things are in the place where you are, there's someplace else to go. I mean, if you could get rid of the federal government. That would work at getting rid of the federal government, right? We're talking about a world in which that yeah. can be possible. Yeah, I mean, where and at some point, whether whatever the reason step. is for it going away, whether it be you know Adam Kokesh getting elected and taking it apart from the inside, which you know isn't likely, <laughs> yeah, uh, or because it just simply fails, right? Sure. As all governments do over time. It's you know I think it's a I think it's a first step um, before you you know get to something that that might work but mm-hmm. like right now and, and and the federal government to a large degree is also inhibiting uh, you know diversity in that you know we have immigration laws and things of that nature sure. but if you look at like you know the world as a whole uh, you know the the United States is for a long time kept Chinese immigrants out they've kept uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, Muslims out they've kept different groups out now if so from we what don't I understand they're have... keeping everyone out due to the whole COVID thing well right. <laughs> And so, so, but over time, we've we've ended up with a society in the United States that is more similar uh, than different, and so we don't really mm-hmm. have large groups of people to control any one state that are, I would say, more of a minority or um, that would mm-hmm. that might go in a different direction with stuff. I think you definitely have uh, have a lot of political diversity in terms of. What people? We? What people? Yeah, want. I think I you're. Know. I think you're uh, I mean, underplaying this, Chris. I, I think if you look at the like, significant differences, for instance, between Bible Belt states and California and the West Coast uh, states, you see some tremendous differences between culture. I am calling you from the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. I'm really up at Twelfth uh, and Pine, right on the corner out here, selling coffee, grilled cheese, and uh, herbal cookies. Really? Nice. Come on down. All right. Well, it's a I little far. I wanted to see what the tax rate. Yeah, it's a little bit of oh, a hike on, for me, but... Hold on, hold on. So okay. what's the tax so rate? So I wanted to come down and see what the tax rate was, because I had heard there was a charge for entering, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Right. And I, I will tell you, nobody hassled me to get in, and the tax rate here is zero. They have not asked for a cut of my profits at all. Right, because the police are spreading the rumors. Of course, from them, it's official, right, when it comes from the police. So according to the police, and the media is reporting this, the police are saying that the uh, there's checkpoints to go into the autonomous zone and that you have to show ID in order to get in and that they question you in order to get in and maybe they're charging o- people. Are they issuing Maybe that's IDs? only if you're in a police uniform. That's the idea. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to filter out cops. Isn't that right, Brian? 
Uh, they're filtering out cops, and they're also trying to filter out like rabble rousers. What's it look like when you come up to one of these, uh, you know, entry points or checkpoints or whatever? Did they just pretty much ignore you, uh, or did they stop and talk to you? It, it looks like every concert I ever went to, you could go through the cattle gates, or you can just go for the open hole on the side. Mm-hmm. And so, so you had no I issue. Around. From what my roommate told me yesterday, he's got the business he works for is in Seattle, so he knows somebody who lives in the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, and he says that they report that everything's fine, people are going to work as they normally would, and it's just you don't have any police around. I, you know, that sounds nice to me. It's yeah. it's interesting. I, I've I've been to this Capitol Hill. I I actually uh, stayed there uh, for a couple of days at conference. A number of yeah. Uh, so is there like a convention a center that's nearby? No, actually, it was Bellingham, Washington. But um, ah, okay. I stayed. Okay. We flew into Seattle and then stayed of the night. Stayed, stayed the night. A couple there. nights in Capitol, that Capitol Hill area, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of interesting because I have an idea of like what, what this, this is like. like, and it's it's no, there's skyscrapers all over. Yeah. So it's like, or at least there's, there's a lot of business. Yeah, there. there's a lot of business. Yeah. It's a very densely populated area. It's a city. And, and yeah, um, isn't the city hall within this particular zone? Because what I understand <sighs> is they took over city I hall. No, that's area my that understanding. Well, but yeah. um, I do know, I do know what it's you know what it feels like to be in that area, and it's like just to think that like the police would give give it up and right. not police it is. You know, that's it's fascinating. It's very fascinating. If you've been around protest movements like Occupy Wall Street, for instance, and I think uh, nobody, you went to a little bit of that. I, I definitely went to some um, of it here. Yeah, I was at a little bit in uh, in Keene. And, uh, you know, if you've seen these lists before, then this will sound somewhat familiar. It's what you would expect to be put together by some radical leftists, basically. And so let's get into it here. This is uh, the post from Medium.com. Posted by an, a username called Free Capital Hill, so we don't know who uh, is behind this particular list, but they are claiming to represent quote uh, the demands of the collective Black voices at Free Capital Hill to the government of Seattle, Washington. In credit to the people who freed Capital Hill, this list of demands is neither brief nor simplistic. This is no simple request to end pr- police brutality. We demand that the city council and the mayor, whoever that may be, Implement these policy changes for the cultural and historic advancement of the city of Seattle and to ease the struggles of its people. This document is to represent the black voices who spoke in victory at the top of 12th and Pine after nine days. That's what the guy was calling from 12th when he Mm -hmm. called just a moment ago. Uh, The uh, 12th and Pine after nine days of peaceful protest while under constant nightly attack from the Seattle Police Department. These are words from that night, June 8th, 2020. So far, number one, we're on board. I think we're all in agreement that, number one, yeah. abolish the police department and abolish the courts. Man, that'd be great if uh, if they could do that. And I hope that it happens. Number two on their list of demands, in the transitionary period between now and the dismantlement of the Seattle Police Department, we demand that the use of armed force be banned entirely. No guns, no batons, no riot shields, no chemical weapons, especially against those exercising their First Amendment right as Americans to protest. Hmm. Can't really say I disagree. If they, I presume yeah. they're returning specifically to the behavior of the police, because obviously they support guns, because they're they're inviting people to... Uh, to defend the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone with weapons. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you do have to wonder if they're not just trying to, inst- you know, inst- uh, you know, create their own. Uh, I don't know, like uh, di- I don't know, dictatorship or 
you know, own. I don't know. What oh, kind well, of I mean, you the Marxists it, but, are probably working on a dictatorship of know, the proletariat. Oh, yeah. They're going to want their own right, government right. system. I mean, These th- probably are not true, you know, anarchists who right. actually want to abolish right. the I mean, uh, they the say state. they're saying this, but they're not telling you what they're going to put in place of it. And it's cer- almost certainly going to be the case that they're going to put something in place that you better believe it, you know, is some sort of messed up and, and i think i think if they if we continue this list i think they're probably going to get to some of them oh yeah you're right about yeah. that yeah, they're going to talk about what they want that's so this is what they want to to take down right, right so far right. but yeah they're going to talk about what they want to they're not really talking up. about abolishing the police they're talking about abolishing police they don't control correct they're talking about abolishing the police as they know them this is number four or whoever writes this we demand that not the city government nor the state government but that the federal government Launch a full-scale investigation into past and current cases of police brutality in Seattle and Washington. As well Trump's as- the guy they want running that? <laughs> right? <laughs> Have they thought this out? Apparently Clearly not. not. <laughs> as well as the reopening of all closed cases reported to the Office of Police Accountability. In particular, we demand that cases particular to Seattle and Washington be reopened where no justice has been served Namely, in the cases of Iosha, uh, they then give a lit- long list of names of individuals who I'm sure were likely um, harmed in some way by the Seattle PD. You know, you know, the problem with this is there's a reason that, you know, once you've been tried for something and, you know, found not guilty, that you can't be retried. Right. It's called double jeopardy. Yeah. But then again, a lot of cops never get indicted for their crimes. This so is true. They're not, those, I guess they're not those protected cases, by double jeopardy. I guess in those cases. But I don't know. It's still, I, it still feels like, you know, you got to think about this twice because if, you know, you can do this to somebody else, somebody else can do it to you. Mm. So they, all, they go on. They say, uh, we demand reparations for victims of police brutality in a form to be determined number seven we demand a retrial of all people in color currently serving in prison a prison sentence for violent crime by a jury of their peers in their community wait what they want a retrial for all people of color currently serving a prison sentence for violent crime by a jury of their peers in the community. So if you were already put on trial and found guilty yeah. and you're in prison, then they want you to have a retrial. But not if you're white. But only if you're a person of color. Huh. Right. Yeah, according to that. It's, you know, yeah, I'm not really a fan of laws that treat people differently by race. Yeah, me neither. I mean, you know, this is a, this is an interesting is an interesting question because you know when when they put these you know trials or these jury trials together, assuming you're even going to get a jury trial, um, or you got any kind of real trial because most of these are a lot of plea deals, you know, I plea deals, not yeah. actual conviction. I mean, they're convictions, but only because people were effectively forced into pleading guilty because right. they can't defend they don't themselves. Know any they don't have the means to defend themselves. Right. They don't have the you know mental capacity to defend themselves. All right, a couple of jokes about uh, Chazistan. Uh, Chaz, one, by the way, stands for think, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Go ahead. Right, right, right. Do you think that uh, the Chaz will receive diplomatic uh, recognition before Taiwan or after? <laughs> okay, the second question. If they do get diplomatic recognition, can we nominate Milo Yiannopoulos as the ambassador? I don't know uh, how the people of the the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone would accept Milo Yiannopoulos. He's a gay right winger, right? So and they would have a tough time with that one. <laughs> they might have a tough time with him, but hey, he's very open minded. He'll debate anybody, anywhere, anytime, any topic. 
Is he? I don't know. I don't really know much about the guy. I mean, he's made a few headlines here and there, and he's certainly been talked about, but I really don't know that much about him. He's actually very entertaining, even though I don't agree with all of everything that he has. Well, I would expect a flamboyant gay guy to be pretty entertaining. I mean, that's pretty Mm. much, you know, that's pretty much a given. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So, I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. If someone hasn't committed violent act or, you know, destroyed somebody's property or whatever they don't belong Mm. behind bars and even then they probably don't belong behind bars they belong doing restitution uh to whoever the victim was we demand they say number nine that the city of seattle and the state government release any prisoner currently serving time for a marijuana related offense and expunge the related conviction bravo bravo doesn't go far enough doesn't go far enough they need to make it so it's all peaceful related offenses yeah. any drug drug offense anything that doesn't have a victim set them well, all free that's that's what nobody says yeah. if if you elect me governor i will pardon every victimless crime in new hampshire history indeed i'll and, be voting uh, for you you can go check out his website at electnobody.com uh, and i'll be on at uh uh, ten oh six tonight. Doing nobody tells the truth on both D Live and Twitch. That's right. Uh, so check that out this evening at dlive.lrn.fm and twitch.lrn.fm. There may be it may be on your own D Live channel, which I don't know if you did. You get me that code? We need um, to do that. You know, you I I don't know if I have. I okay. think we might have to put that off for another week. Okay. We demand number ten that the city of Seattle and state government release any prisoner. Currently serving time just for resisting arrest if there are no other related charges and that those convictions should also be expunged. Oh, yep. Good point. Totally agree with that one. You're, you, if you're being arrested for nothing, you have every right to resist. Number 12, we demand an end to prosecutorial immunity for police officers in the time between now and the dissolution of the Seattle Police Department and extant justice system. So yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's get rid of immunity for that the would police probably officers. be the most uh, significant thing to focus on is that immunity. Yeah, um, just that's for just something you could do nationwide. Yeah, although just to quibble, it's not really prosecutorial immunity; it's sovereign immunity, qualified immunity, or, or, or all qualified of, immunity. All of the immunity. All of prosecutorial <laughs> immunity only applies to prosecutors. Yeah, should get rid of that too, though. Oh, definitely, yeah, absolutely. Any immunities these goons have, they should be gotten rid of. And this mm. is something that could be done, mm. but will the political class, the politicians, the spineless politicians, the cowards, actually go up against the police no, department? And, There's no way. And you know why? You know, you know, one of the things that is the, the reality is a lot of these, you know, politicians. You know, where do they get into those spots from? They get into those spots from, you know, having been the prosecutor, right? Sometimes, Um, yeah. That's how they climb the ladder, so to speak, within the political world. So this idea that you're going to have the very people who were prosecutors passing laws to remove this, you know, all of these immunities, it's just, it's absurd. It's just not going to happen. I don't believe it's going to happen. I mean, it would be nice because from what I understand, Justin Amash has proposed a bill uh, that would get rid of qualified immunity. Now, I don't know if that's the truth. I haven't read the damn sure, thing. But, but 
is it going to pass? I, no. I, I don't necessarily like the idea of prisons, but at the same time, I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, you know, that we need to be killing people just because they've done something terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, just because somebody's murdered somebody doesn't mean they're a threat to the rest of society. That's true. Um, I'm Unless not, they're a serial murder. Yeah. If, you know, if, it's, if, it's, if somebody <laughs> killed someone in the, in the, you know, the height of passion or whatever, a second degree murder, that's not the same thing as first degree. Right. Uh, maybe they could come back from that a and bar have fight. a productive life or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody gets killed in a bar fight who isn't, Inte- you know isn't didn't intentionally kill somebody um you know manslaughter uh that's manslaughter you yeah know, right is you know i mean really do they need to be in prison right i mean it's i understand so i would understand say no. I, yeah i mean i would say if the objective is you know to make our societies safer or mm-hmm. something to that effect i don't see how it's making our society safer no um it's revenge. there's plenty of recidivism too where people go to prison and then they get out and then they go back into prison yeah it's it's they didn't get corrected it's surprise it's, it's really a sickness of society to want to seek revenge mm-hmm. on, you know, people who have harmed, uh, you know, they've got their own issues, right? It's like, I, I, I'm not saying that, you know, we should get rid of like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to say we should get rid of prisons, but like altogether, but like, I think that I, the way that prisons exist, um, I, I much prefer the idea of, oh, let's kick them out of our town or our city or our state. Number 14, we demand in replacement of the current criminal justice system, the creation of a restorative slash transformative accountability programs as replacement for imprisonment. So restorative justice, I think most of us libertarian types would agree with, meaning that mm-hmm. you do some damage to somebody. You do some damage to their property, their loved ones, or whatever, you got to pay them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then some, right? So not only pay back for what you damaged, but pay back for the heartache and the difficulty and the, the frustrations mm-hmm. of having to repair uh, those things, whatever lost productivity uh, that you might have had as a result of that. I think those are all fair, uh, fair things to, to demand from somebody who has wronged mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. And we don't see a lot of that in the so-called justice system these days. What unless, you s- unless it has to do with copyright, in which case... Are there restitutions oh, in, yeah. that, in those cases? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could... Well, that, the, right. So those are big corporations, right? Yeah, the, so big yeah, corporations yeah. Uh-huh, are getting in. Uh-huh. But the average little guy, not so much. If yeah. the cops get involved in a situation, they, nope. they make an arrest, uh, they can they get the conviction, and they get fines. You don't get the fines. They mm-hmm. get the fines. Mm-hmm. They get the jail time. They get the bigger jail budgets. As a result of that, and you get victimized twice, because if this person hurt you, if this mm. person stole from you, well, now the government gang is stealing from you to put that person behind bars and calling that justice. Yeah. When really it's just enlarging the system and empowering the system. Yeah, it does nothing for the victim. And number 19, we demand that the funding previously used for Seattle police be directed into, and here we go, A, socialized health and medicine for the city of Seattle. Oh, God. Yeah, you knew it was going to come here. Yeah, well, and what (laughs) I don't understand is what makes them think they're going to get better service in health care than they they got in law enforcement, you know? know If the government hates you and they want to kill you with cops, they can also kill you with doctors. It's, It's crazy, too, because they don't even understand that they've already got some of to some extent this uh i I don't know if i i don't know if socialized is quite the right word but it's government right it's Mm -hmm. all we already have a system that was heavily impacted by government undermined our healthcare system and Mm -hmm. it's been that way for a really long time governments control the majority of the dollars in healthcare yeah yeah that was true 20 years ago if Mm -hmm. you want to fix it you need to get government 
out of healthcare, yep. not getting them They haven't them learned their lesson healthcare. yet. And I think nobody's point is the best point on this. Why would you want Trump? Why would you want the city of Seattle? Why mm-hmm. would you want the state of Washington, the very entities that have oppressed you, to now be in charge of your healthcare? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Just because you want it free? There's no reason to believe that they're going to do a better job. And yeah. it's not free no, anyway. No, it's, it's, it's expensive. You're just, it's, you're, it might be giving you, they, they give you the impression it's free. It's but way overpriced. You just don't over, see the tag. Right. It's overpriced right. because you end up paying through other means. Right. And this is where they're going to fail is on economics. Oh, so yeah. they're absolutely right on when, the, when it comes to their justice demands mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't understand economics. And so we're going to get into that. They actually have a section for economic demands. That's what's coming up mm-hmm. next year. If somebody's saying they have control of land, shouldn't yeah. there be some evidence of the control? You know, like they put up a fence or they have an armed guard or they have, you know, some sort mm-hmm. of uh, artifice to suggest to you that, oh, someone already has this land. You know? Yeah, it seems it seems that way to me. You yeah. know, the idea. I mean, and and caps have always had this. Uh, that's anarcho capitalists yeah, have always had this kind of weird division where they say, "Well, property rights go on forever," that's but silly. There's but yet there is no organization to return land to you that's stolen from you. Mm-hmm. So you know. It to me that doesn't that doesn't really make sense. I mean, if you, uh, I I kind of like the idea that the land is yours for as long as you choose to defend it. Yep. But once you walk away from it, you know, it's abandoned property, then hmm. somebody else can take it. That's kind of an interesting perspective to have, and it's kind of you know property, you know. Physical property, you know, like I certainly believe in physical property rights, right? Like you own something, you can you can own something. Um, you know, it, in land is a kind of a, a very interesting subject because it's it's not something that you, I mean, you really possess. It's more of a it's more of a concept. They want to decrease the average uh, average class size in city schools and increase teacher salary. So. Wow. Better indoctrination. I, I have to wonder what their uh, what their teacher pay is like now, because I know between pensions and uh, you know salary relative to what they work, um, it's, they get paid a lot. Yeah, in some places yeah. they get paid very, 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 very well. I expect that's true in Seattle as well. And yeah. you know they only work eight months a year. Correct. Yeah, um, it shouldn't be unreasonable to have to get a second job when you're working eight months out of the year and everybody else works twelve. So, uh, yeah, and again, the government school system is just another part of this whole system. They, again, they've, they've managed to rightfully critique the justice system. They, they've, they're mm-hmm. spot on on their critiques there. But the government education system is just public indoctrination to get people to believe in things like the police. Remember, mm-hmm. I, you know, didn't they bring the friend, officer friendly into your class and propagandize oh, yeah. you about how, you know, if you see one of these guys on the streets, they're yep. your friend. You can always talk to them. When you send, send your children to Caesar to be educated, don't be surprised when they return as Roman. <laughs> uh, number D or uh, item D here on the list: naturalization services for immigrants into the United States living here undocumented. Two on their list here of economic demands: we demand the restoration of city funding for arts and culture to reestablish the once rich local cultural identity of Seattle. So, government-funded arts and culture. 
Yeah, I really want to know how that's going to work. I mean, well, you they know, take money by force and they give well, it to artists. They give it to the artists okay. who are politically powerful so, instead of yeah. the ones oh, that on, people on, want to actually go see their art. Does, I mean, does that make any sense at all? Because you end up right. You end up with this like corporate like art that's not really art. And you push out all the people who are like artists to places that you know are cost effective to live so you don't really have artists you have like well-connected individuals that become an elite that you know aren't aren't uh you know you're not the getting artistic what you, elite right they're not actually artistic mm-hmm. they're just they're getting paid to do something that they're not capable of doing well maybe they are capable i mean who knows mm-hmm. so, uh, maybe certainly some, some real but... artists have gotten the art subsidies over the years there's i'm sure no doubt about that mm-hmm. and i'm sure they really enjoyed getting all that free money uh, to to do their art, but as nobody points out, shouldn't people be supporting the art that they directly supporting the art that they enjoy? And that's what mm-hmm. you know. Seems like it would make sense to me, but that's yeah. not if you the have way these central bureaucracy involved, then you've got people who may not agree with particular art being forced to support the art that they don't agree with. You're saying Jackie Robinson spoke against communism? Yeah, against black the black president. Uh, sorry, the communist president and the black. And that, they, they so they thought of the most beloved, most like you know all American black guy they could think of, and the most um, the most American pro American and denouncing the communists. Uh, and that's a whole other story, by the way. Um, uh, athlete they could think of, the mm-hmm. one that they could they could really put before everybody. He said some of the most radical things, not only then but right then in front of Congress. He said some pretty radical stuff. He he said some stuff that. It's beyond any beyond most of what uh, these uh, athletes and celebs were saying today, and he continued to, and it's and it's, it's a misnomer. And they said that it's a misnomer. Like what are they? What were you referring to? Like what? What are some of the things that he said that were so outrageous? Well, uh, man, I got the article right here. He he would just constantly he would speak right to in the I think it was the forties, right to the congressman, talking about um, in front of Congress, saying that you know there is a struggle. It, it just discrimination and uh, police violence and all this stuff. I think, I don't remember the entire quote. It's all true. And so you're saying some of the same complaints that the protesters have today, he yeah, brought up all, in the forties. It's not all communist agitation or now it's mm-hmm. anarchist, but it's not communist agitation. It's true. And it will, it will come to a head if this continues. This was long before. Cause mm-hmm. This is when they were asked to not pro, you know, this was when they asked to go along to get along, not, uh, not protest for the you know during the war here in Keene, uh new hampshire where we live a few years back there was a well-known homeless encampment behind one of the grocery stores here uh there's some mm-hmm. woods behind the grocery store and the owner of that property the owner of the not the grocery store itself but the owner of the property on which the grocery store sat so like the guy that owned the whole shopping center mm-hmm. he was fine with it he spoke in favor of the uh, homeless encampment but yet the city of Keene came in and raided the the homeless encampment basically and uh i don't think they did with a swat team but they went in there with their bureaucrats and said well these structures that you've created are uh, are inappropriate they're not by code you need to have uh, code safe structures in which that you can have a homeless camp and so they said you got to get out and they forced them out yeah you know, they didn't end their homelessness. They just put them into the streets again. Yeah, it's like you can't have a tent here. Therefore, yeah. we're going to steal your tent, and then uh, you're going to have to, you know, just sleep on the sidewalk. Right. You know, like seriously, that's 
gonna, that's what they did. That's going to make them in less safe, not more safe. Right. Well, they, they, well in these cities, it's, they don't it's care. not about the safety of the people. It's about the control of the bureaucrats. Right. That's what matters yeah. to them. We demand, they say, a decentralized election process to give the citizens of Seattle a greater ability to select candidates for public office such that we are not forced to choose at the poll between equally undesirable options. I will take my my services from whoever offers me the best service at the best price. Um, I, I buy Jamaican food here in Keene, not because it's made by black people, yeah. but I do appreciate being able to devi- to buy real Jamaican food made by real so, Jamaicans. So I have an interesting perspective mm-hmm. on this. I, I actually don't always go for the, the cheapest or the or the best quality mm-hmm. because if you do that you end up with um you end up with like one company and then you never and then they end up going downhill but there's no competition in order to compete mm. so like you actually you're better off diversifying a little bit and not always necessarily going with the cheapest or the best well it depends on what you're looking for well no mm. because if you end up always going with the cheapest or the best you you end up with a monopoly you see well, what that's I'm not saying? true. Well, other is, people have different opinions about what the best is. And well, and, that's true. You but, know, even for me, if I'm going for the best, for me, I'm going for what I want that day. Some days I it, want curry. Some days I want maybe, Jamaican curry. It, it depends. Some I mean, days I want uh, you know Thai it, food. Some right. days I want pizza. If you're talking about like food, that's one thing. But there's other depending on what it is that we're talking about specifically. Whatever it is, if we're talking about some sort of product that's not food, a set of features may appeal to me that doesn't appeal to you. You may think a certain set of features is the best offered by company A, but I may think a set of features offered by company B beats your set of features. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.